We're live. Welcome back to another episode of Shaking the Pod. At them. At you. At you, in fact. Actually, you're the person getting the pod shaken at. Yeah, we're back. Uh, exciting, exciting news Ooh. is that we've we've now launched the pod. the pod for real. Like you've actually heard episodes before this one. Yeah. So if you're listening, welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, if you're welcome new, back. welcome here. To the Upper Peninsula of the Upper Peninsula. The Upper Echelon of the Upper Peninsula. What? Yeah, probably. We're probably the best <laughs> podcast in the Upper Peninsula. I can't think of... I don't know any other Upper Peninsula-based pods, I guess. Yeah, so we're here today to talk about a few different things. How did you get out of your driveway the other day is the number one question on my mind. Yeah, so this is a story that's probably fairly underwhelming, but Abe was asking me about my Thanksgiving yesterday, and I told him that we needed to save it for the podcast. It's the juiciest content. Yeah, so this story requires a bit of setup. So, if anyone knows me super well, I guess you know that my mom lives um, far out in the wilderness. In the woods. In the woods, in the UP. And so we're like 50 miles from town, and then two and a half miles down this dirt road that isn't it's not a county road, so it's not maintained in the winter. So it gets impassable late in the winter. It just piles up with, with ice and then snow. It's an environmental hazard. It is. So anyway, um, every year my mom tries to stay there as long as possible. But it gets tough in the winter because it's like heated with wood and it's got solar panels and we don't get a lot of sunlight in the winter. But anyway, she always wants to push the envelope. She always yeah. wants to get there, to stay there until Thanksgiving. So this year... She succeeded in doing that. So it's Thanksgiving Day. I had gone out to stay with her. And it was actually fine. Like, the weather didn't seem bad. It was just a chill morning. But we were going to Thanksgiving at a different location at some family friend's house. A secondary location. A secondary location, yeah. So we say. Um, <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> so we left the house, like, mid-afternoon. And so I opened the door and like immediately almost slipped and fell down the stairs Ooh. on like ice. So I'm like, okay, it's a little slippery. I went down to my car and the soup is just encased in ice. A, a shell of ice. Like a shell up? of ice. Like Ooh. I started trying to scrape it off the windshield mm-hmm. and like the ice was almost as thick as the windshield itself. I was afraid oh, I was going to shatter the windshield because I was like going at it with the scraper. <laughs> But yeah, so the whole road and like the ground is just, it's just ice. That's, there's, there's like a thin layer of snow on it, but it's mostly ice. That sounds more dangerous than if there was like a lot of snow. Yeah, it's like the worst conditions. Mm-hmm. So the other thing about the road is there's a very steep hill on it. Like, yeah, yeah. Like if you've ever been down that road, you know. The, the incline hill. is like 55 degrees. Yeah, it's absurd. And it's like, I was thinking it's probably... Like, between 100 and 200 yards long. Jeez. Or something like that. I don't know. You have to make it up the hill. And when it's icy, it's tough. So, we're kind of... We didn't have a great plan. But basically, the plan was that I would try to make it up the hill in the soup. Okay. And then we would reevaluate at that point. So, feeling good. I'm, I'm pumped. Giving the, I'm pumped up. I'm giving the soup a pep talk. <laughs> and so, I get a little bit of speed. I hit the hill. And it's, like, actually going pretty well. Like, I make it... Like, halfway up, it yeah. levels off a little bit before it gets steep again. Yeah. Make it to there. Keep going. Still got my speed. And I'm about three-quarters of the way up. The hill bends a little bit, just very slightly. Mm-hmm. And I start to slide, like, across the hill. Like, not down. Like, horizontally? Like, like, like I'm going to... Because it, like, curves a little bit. So, I'm oh, just, like, sliding, okay. like, 
not, like, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't like I was about to go off the road, but I'm like, okay, this isn't good. So I tap the brakes, right, to prevent, yeah. like, the slide, and it, that works. But then I've lost my momentum. Oh. So when I hit the gas again to, like, continue going up the hill, just the slip. wheels just spin. And I'm like, oh, no, we're, like, 80% off. Come on, Soup. You can do it. Yeah, so the wheels, like, spin a bit. And then I finally catch it and, like, very slowly, like, am able to, like... Inch clean. your way up there. Yeah. So I, so I make it to the top. And uh, we're like, what do we do now? Because my mom's Jeep can probably make it up the hill. Mm-hmm. But if she does... She's probably not going to make it back down the hill. And there's still stuff in the cabin that she needs to load in the Jeep. Mm-hmm. So then I walked back down the hill to talk to my mom Wait. and, like, almost wiped out, like, eight <laughs> times. Because it's just a, yeah, like a, it's a steep, slippery hill, yeah. Eyes. So then my mom decided what she wanted to do was we, would, we made a bunch of Thanksgiving food to bring to this event. So mm-hmm. we felt bad about not going. So we carried all of that stuff back up the hill. <laughs> it's <laughs> like multiple soup. trips. It's, yeah, it's like I, I drove up. Walk down, walk back up. Yeah, and then we went to the Thanksgiving thing. Mm-hmm. But my mom has to stay at the cabin to keep the fire burning, yeah. or else the pipes will freeze. So then after the event, I have to drive her back to the cabin and then drive back to town. Did you drive back down the hill, or no? I just drove like to the top of the hill and then walked from and there. And then she just like walked in like that makes a lot of sense. This. That's dangerous. Yeah, so I spent like f- like three and a half, four hours driving on Thanksgiving. Like huh. usually the drive would take like. 45 minutes yeah. or like 30 minutes this time it took like 45 it's like you could have traveled like I don't know to Green Bay or something yeah in the time that it took you to go from your home to so that was my Thanksgiving how was your Thanksgiving it's pretty good uh, my sister made crepes I zoom called with my family we watched A Chorus Line 1985 uh, starring Michael Douglas it's pretty bad it's a pretty bad movie I can't recommend it is it a musical there is singing but there is also talking okay what is that what do you call that? I think that's just... How, like, how much singing is there? I would say, like, four three-minute numbers. So, 12, 12 minutes of singing about... There's a lot of dancing. Okay. I, yeah, but I guess that's a musical. I'm not going to gatekeep a musical. I mean, I, I'm in no position to do so. I can't... <laughs> couldn't if I wanted to. I, I don't know what, like, the cutoff is between, like... Because, like, I sing in my normal day-to-day life, like, minimally, but... Are you living a musical? Yeah. <laughs> How do you know when you're living a musical? How do you sing in the shower and in the car? Yeah. Is that enough to be like, yeah, I'm in a musical? Or, like... Well, I mean, what would you classify your life as if it wasn't a musical? Uh, a dark comedy. A dark comedy. Oh, I think it's pretty funny. The Joker. <laughs> no. <laughs> we do live in a society. <laughs> I live in the woods. Rural Joker. Rural. Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce. We had this conversation last weekend. What would the superhero oh. slash supervillain be of our yeah. area? I, I think mine was the guy who gets more superpowers as he drinks, but he's still drunk. Like, he's not, he doesn't, have, he doesn't have the resistance to alcohol, but it gives him powers. Like, he gets stronger and faster, yeah, yeah. but he loses, like, he can't balance. Yeah, because he's drunk. <laughs> so, because I think that that fits the area. I like that. I, I like that a lot. That's a really unique one. What was yours again? Mine was kind of lame. I just said something about incorporating mining tunnels. Oh, like, they were like... The, the underminer. The underminer, yeah. Is that just, from The Incredibles? Yeah, but it's not, 
It's not like the villain of the movie. It's just no the one that like pops up at the end. Do you think they wrote the line that he's a mining base hero called the Underminer? And they were like, this is a great pun. We need to fit this in somewhere. <laughs> and then they were like, well, this isn't relevant to the plot. So I guess we could just throw him in for two minutes at the end. <laughs> yeah, they set up that sequel that... Well, I guess they did make a sequel, but... They, they, they did, but the Underminer wasn't the main villain of that either. Weird. I've only seen the sequel in Spanish. Why? Because <laughs> because I was, in, I was in Ecuador at the time, and I was just eating lunch at this like little lunch place, yeah. and they had it on. So we just sat there and watched it. You watched an entire movie at a cafe? No, like, it was... It already started when we were oh, okay. Alive, but... <laughs> Do you watch, like, half of an entire movie at a cafe? Watching... Okay, I watched this horror movie in Spanish with my host dad in Ecuador. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, so much scarier in Spanish because I just had <laughs> no idea what they were saying. It was the, the confusion added to the horror. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would have thought it would detract because you're like, I don't... No, because you didn't, like, you couldn't quite figure out, like, what the relationship dynamics were and stuff, so you never knew. It came out of nowhere every time. Yeah, and the jump scares, so much scarier in Spanish. Were they, (laughs) they like, parentheses, like, jump scares in Spanish? (laughs) Uh, Dios mío. So, can we talk about this email that you, you sent and received this week? I, oh, wow. I mean... Are we breaking the fourth wall? By t- not the fourth wall, but are we like? Is it the third wall because it's the two D because it's voice and not video? Oh, I hadn't thought of that. I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I emailed uh, the deep dive dudes at gmail which is a, a we're big fans of that podcast, which is about um, animals, James Cameron. Wes Anderson movies, uh, Heinous Fish, just like a lot of good things. Definitely check them out. Highly recommend. Yeah. This podcast is definitely in part (laughs) inspired by... We wear influences (laughs) on the sleeve. Like, if you listen to that one and then you listen to this one, you'll be like, oh, these are similar. Yeah. But they're very funny. Two very funny dudes. Um, But they were supposed to do a Spum episode about Venom 2, which I thought was an amazing movie. You know Spawn, the... Uh, Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel characters. Spawn. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the hosts of that podcast refuses to watch Venom 2, so they can't do an episode on it. So I emailed them, hey, uh, please watch Venom 2, so that there can be a Spawn episode, and they emailed me back, like, oh, my bad, I'll get on that. And it was just thrilling. It's so cool that you emailed yeah, me back. It's it like a also, celebrity moment. It was also great because it was an email... You sent an email that, like, didn't really require a response. No, Like, no. they, like, went out of their way <laughs> to email you back. Like, you could have just watched Spum or not watched Spum, and that would have been, like... Like, I would have understood that that had happened. Yeah. But, no, he was like, I'm going to watch it. And now I just... I'm giddy. He's editor-in-chief of the hard drive. It's insane. It's so cool. Oh. I think you discovered them... Like, I feel like their podcast is going to get way more popular than it already is. And I, I, feel, think, like, I feel like it should be. Yeah, it's, it's so It's, like, funny. so well made. Yeah. And the facts are genuinely very interesting. Yeah, it's useful info. Yeah. I just listened to the, the one about the the guy who cheated at Super Smash. Like oh, the, I haven't heard that one. Oh, you haven't heard that one? So, they tell this interesting story. I won't spoil it because you should listen to the episode. Yeah. But then they spend, like, 30 minutes going through all of the characters in Super Smash and saying whether or not they would want to, like, hang out with them. <laughs> and it's just, like, it's almost incoherent. It's hilarious, but... Because they're like, yeah, you know, like, 
Gay the dwarf. Like, I don't know if he really fits in with my friend group. And then, like, Chris would be like, yeah, yeah, like, I feel like he's, like, the guy I want to get close to, but, like, we never really hang out in a one-on-one setting. It was just, like, it was such a long time. Because, like, like, you could not possibly make, like, those arguments without sounding like an insane person. Yeah, and it was just, like, it had very little to do with the characters themselves, and mostly them just, like, projecting, like... Various character traits yeah. on them. It's a good one. I didn't, it was also, I didn't know who, like, half of those characters even are, so... You don't, you don't smash? It's funny, Thanksgiving is the only day of the year. I used to have Thanksgivings with my cousins, and they'd always be playing Smash. Always? Like, almost always. Like, okay. Yeah, and I, I was so bad, because I don't play video games, yeah. so... Yeah, but good memories of that. So that explains why you don't know the characters, so that's fair. Who's your... Do you know the character? Do you play Smash? Yeah, dude, I love Little Mac. He's the punchy one. Little Mac? They're all, like, superheroes, but he's just, like, a little boxing boy from New York. From the Bronx! Wait, what? In Super Smash? Yeah. What? What are you talking about? What Nintendo game is that? Smash Ultimate. And the no, like one. what? Like what is the character from? Originally? Oh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out or something like that. <laughs> it's a Nintendo game? What? <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't play like that game. I've only played like Little Mac in the. I gotcha. He's bad, but he punches hard. You know, he's got heart. And he's from New York. Hell mess yeah. with one of us. You mess with all of us. <laughs> mess with uh, the That's directly ripped off of Deep Dive, I think. Yeah, we're trying very hard not to rip off Deep Dive. We're going to avoid animal lists. Um, uh, Mar- oh, do, can we do Marvel movie reviews? I think, we, I think we can do Marvel movie reviews. That's, that's like a generic yeah, enough. No one owns the intellectual property to Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's a true fact. You can just make Marvel uh, content. Nobody can stop yeah, you. <laughs> Legally. <laughs> yeah. No, I think we were talking about this yesterday, yeah. but like... They're super funny because of the two guys and their mm-hmm. dynamic, but their show is not... It's like, like a variety thing. It's like. just like they talk about stuff, you know what I mean? Like, they don't... They definitely don't have a monopoly on that format of show, which it, is the same format that we yeah. are, so... It'd be funny, though, if, if, like, somebody did. Like, if the New York Times, the Daily, just, like, shut down every <laughs> other news podcast, and like, um, you guys have ripped off our formulas, so I'm Patented. Michael Barbaro, and this <laughs> is a warning. Oh, I love Michael Barbaro. That's how you feel about Michael Barbaro? No, I just think he's... I think he's really funny. He just injects some humor into the news. Because I just love his cadence. Do you, I still don't know if I believe that he talks like that in real life. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way you talk to people like that. My hypothesis is that he speaks really slowly to avoid using speech pauses. Oh, okay. That could be wrong, though. Instead of, like, like um and uh. Yeah, because I say like and um and uh so much, but very often. he just talks very slowly and like precisely. <laughs> Do you want to try that today? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. This episode is going to be two hours long now because we're going to be trying out something a little different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just listen to it at two times speed. I've got something here that I, I think we could reignite the Cold War with, maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got something here that I'm hoping will increase Russia-U.S. tensions. Alright, I like Are that. the Great Lakes that great? <laughs> <laughs> or is there a greater lake? Is there a greatest lake? Alright, this is... You've piqued my interest. <laughs> what do you know about Lake Baikal in Siberia, Russia? What do you, what do you know about it? 
That's the one that's the biggest by volume, right? It's it is. It's the greatest by volume. Yeah, I just know it's a, a big, deep lake. It is. It is all of those things. It's actually bigger than all of the Great Lakes combined. By volume. By volume. Oh my god! You could pour all of the Great Lakes into it that's and have a- water left over. That's actually absurd. It's a, it's an insanely big lake. Yeah, like I always thought it was cheap that Lake Superior laid claim to the biggest lake in the yeah. world. Well, this, this is what I'm saying about U.S.-Russia tension. Is it the greatest lake? Is Lake Superior really superior to all these other lakes? Because surface area should not be the determining factor no. of the biggest. Like, you don't use surface area to determine... Like, kind of what other biggest things are there? I guess you do use surface area for pizza. What about a Chicago-style pizza, though? True. Greatest by volume. <laughs> this is also reigniting the New York versus Chicago pizza debate. <laughs> Chicago greatest by volume? What's a Detroit style pizza? Is that a thing? Is it? I have no idea. Oh, never mind then. You just assume that they had one? Yeah, I did. I think that every state has some kind Detroit's of Detroit's not a state, actually, so No, I was saying like Michigan. Oh, okay. Lucky. Detroit style pizza is a rectangular pizza with a thick crust that is crispy and chewy. It is traditionally topped with tomato sauce and Wisconsin brick cheese that goes all the way to the edges. Alright. It's often baked in rectangular steel trays designed to hold for use as automotive drip pans or to hold small industrial parts for factories. Pizza <laughs> serving that? Yeah. That's kind of sick. That's no, Detroit, baby. That's Motor- Detroit. <laughs> oh, my God. Motor City. <laughs> this literally says Motor City, baby. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Wikipedia got it. City of Angels. What is your favorite kind of pizza, like, style-wise? Probably, probably Thin Crust. I like New York, New York style. What is that? It's like, don't, don't quote me out, don't come from pizza <laughs> experts, but it's like thin crust, and they, a lot of times it's like a really big slice, like have you ever had one of those? Oh, where it droops at the edge? Yeah, like it's, they, it's like a whole, takes up the whole plate, just mm-hmm. one slice, yeah. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. I Gotta go to New York. We should road trip to New York, dude. We should road trip pod? Road trip pod, hell yeah. Bet. But, but back to this lake. Back to the lake. <laughs> the biggest lake. It's 1,600... Oh, the units I'm going to use are metric, just so... Oh, can you, can you translate <laughs> that into English? I do have... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I can, I'm good with meters. It's got... It's 1,642 meters deep. 1,600... So it's more than a mile deep. It's it's a mile... It's a mile point oh two. It's a mile deep. Damn. This that's lake, deep. It's a lake. It's that's, deep as shit. That's deep. <laughs> yeah, dude. that's a deep lake. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. It's actually a, called a rift lake because it's formed at a uh, continental rift, which is where two plates are like moving apart, oh. making a little uh, a divot in the Earth's crust. For all the uh, geography fanatics out there, we had a wait, bad... no, not geography, geology, both. Um, but it's also the oldest lake. It's at twenty-five to thirty million years old. Let me, I need like a second to think about time. Okay, go ahead. Take your, well, you know. <laughs> 25 to 30 million years. Yep. 25 to 30 million years. Yep. That's pretty old. It's very, yeah. <laughs> so that's the thought you came up with. That's what you needed time for? Okay, fair enough. It is only the seventh largest if you go by surface area. So if you go New York style versus... <laughs> versus Chicago style. Yeah. I love that. Wait, so what are the seven? Because there are only five Great Lakes, right? I don't. I don't know. What's the sixth? Let's see. Okay, so it says number one is the Caspian Sea. 
So that's confusing. That is confusing. Did not consider that a lake. Two is Superior. Three is Victoria, which is in Uganda. Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying Lake Superior usurped biggest lake from a, a second lake? What do you mean by that? Well, you just said the Caspian Sea is number one. It is number one. It's bigger than Lake Superior. It's by surface area. Is it a lake or is it a sea? Uh, despite its name, it is often regarded as the world's largest lake, though it contains an oceanic basin. Mm. I don't know then. I just, just thought a lake was fresh water and that's all it took. I've been guessing it's fresh water and the page says. <laughs> no, the page literally says. Not fresh water. In, in big letters. Yeah. Okay, so that's not a lake. We're calling it on, Fuck this, the Caspian on sea. this podcast. Caspian Sea's not a lake. The Caspian Sea's not a lake. It's not a goddamn lake. It's got sea in the name. Yeah, we're defining a lake as a freshwater body of water. Yeah. I don't think it has to meet any other requirements. Alright, well, in that case, Lake Baikal is the sixth largest lake by surface area. <laughs> uh, two is Superior, three is Victoria, four is Huron. Five is Michigan. Oh, I always thought Michigan was the second biggest. That was a state. Six is... I'm going to get us canceled. (laughs) Tanganyaka. It's in Burundi, Tanzania, Zambia, and the DRC. All right. And then after Baikal, which is at seven, it's the Great Bear Lake in Canada. All right. Where is Lake Baikal? Like, I know it's in Russia, but... It's in Siberia. It's just a big country. By surface area. <laughs> how do you okay. measure a country's volume? Because how deep do you go? Yeah, I don't know. I think that you can measure countries by surface area. Okay. It's just that when I think of a lake, I feel like the water in the lake is the lake. Yeah, because a country you can measure by surface area because the surface is like what you're working with. But a lake, you're working with like the depth of it. Yeah. So. You got to think in, in three dimensions with a lake. <laughs> I'm always thinking three dimensions. <laughs> this is where like Michael is. I'm showing him a picture for the listener. Okay, so it's like way. Oh, it's not that far up there. No, nah. it's close to Mongolia. It is. Okay, There's all right. Mongolian words for it, so they knew about it. They knew about it. <laughs> they, they were, they were. So it's separated into three basins, and the central one is the deepest. That's the mile deep one. And then the south basin is a little bit shallower. It's like 200 meters shallower. 600 feet shallower. The north one's really shallow at 900 meters. But they're connected. Yeah, yeah. They're not, okay. They're like, I guess they're kind of like, I don't know. They're, they're like bowls that are next to each other, but they overlap at the top. All right. I guess. It's got, so it's surrounded by the Baikal Mountains on the north, the Barguzin Range on the northeast, and the Pramoski Range on the west. And it's a national park. Oh, nice. That's sick. You know, they had those outside the United States. It has 27 islands. Damn, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't imagine that a lake that deep would have islands. It's the the Galapagos of Siberia. Do people say that? They could. They, <laughs> they you should. Said, you said that. I think I've heard that somewhere. Uh, it has 330 tributaries, but only one outlet, which is kind of crazy. Meaning There's the outlet th- is flowing out of yeah. the lake. Oh, that is crazy. It has seven regular winds, which I, I didn't know that that was a thing that people named. Winds? Yeah. They have, like, specific winds that blow. Like, in different directions? Yeah, and they have, like, names for them. Huh. I've never heard of that. That's cool. Is that what El Nino is? No. Is El Nino is... An ocean current? More complicated. It's not a current. It's like a... It happens every so often. What is it? It's a weather... I think it's a current... 
it's like a pattern of weather that happens in the atmosphere and in the ocean. Oh. Or maybe more in the ocean. But it's like, it's not like the, one of those currents. <laughs> oh, all right. El Nino episode. Uh, no, but there's, there's this one called the Kultuk, which blows southwest, and then the Verovic, which blows north to northeast. But I didn't know you could have regular winds. I thought, I thought wind was a random occurrence. Yeah, it's like in, in those, in the Percy Jackson books, they're the old, there's some old wind gods, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bore- Boreas? Yeah, but these were just like north, south, east, and west or something. Right? Yeah. Huh, that's cool. It freezes half a meter to a meter and a half in the winter. And it gets warmer the deeper you go, which didn't make sense at the time, but made more sense the more I thought about it. Like, the further you get from the ice in the winter, the warmer it is. Because there's more... Because it's like, further from ice. Yeah. In the lower regions? Yeah, def- definitely. I guess that makes sense. But it's probably like in the summer, it's the opposite. Yeah. Because water changes temperature slower mm-hmm. than air. And so it has over a thousand species of plants and 2,500 species of animals. 2,500. And 80% of those are endemic. Damn. Which is why it's called the Galapagos of Siberia. That is cool. I love some endemic species. What are your favorite endemic species? Oh, man. Don't ask me that. That's like asking me my favorite child. Oh, I don't have children. You don't have children, so it's not like that, because I assume you have one, but not the other. There's so many. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm partial to the Galapagos endemic species. Some marine iguanas. Love marine iguanas. Galapagos penguins. Didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, th- yo, we should do. A- we should do a penguin episode. <laughs> You're gonna say Galapagos. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's do a penguin. No animal list. Oh, they're birds. It's not a list though. We're not ranking them. We're just. Gonna- how could you? Because how could you? We're just gonna talk about it. Okay. There are 18 species of penguins. There's only 18 species of penguins. I think so. Something somewhere in there. What? These are. This is like four species of penguins repeated. Oh. oh, for context, he's wearing a shirt with a lot more than 18 penguins on it, and I thought they were, but they have, like, lists under them, so I thought they were all different species, but apparently not. Australia is crazy for endemic species. Yeah. Oh, the kakapo, dude. Not in Australia. It's a bad bird. It's no good. How is it a bad bird? It can't fly. Penguins can't fly. Yeah, but they can swim. They can run fast. They do other things. What does the kakapo do? It's just really cute. I mean, a, I can't argue with it's that. It's a big parrot. Yeah, but... It's don't, a big, chunky parrot that <laughs> scuttles around in the undergrowth. Don't even, like, other kakapos not like kakapos? Don't they have trouble mating? They have a lot of trouble mating. But it's, a, it's really interesting. It's a survival mechanism because since they lived on an island mm-hmm. and there were no predators for most of hi- their history, um, they, bre- they bred really slowly. As a survivor, so they wouldn't like overpopulate oh. and overuse resources. Oh, cool. Yeah, but they have this really convoluted mating ritual where the the female is only in heat when a certain flower blooms, I think. And the male makes this thing called a track and bowl system, which is just like a shallow indentation in the ground that amplifies sound. Mm-hmm. And then it makes this really deep, resonant booming noise to attract Ooh. the female. Except the noise is so deep that you can't tell what direction it's coming from. So it's like terrible for the females to locate because they can't tell what direction it's in. See, that's what I'm saying. The kangaroo is a cute it, parrot, but it's bad design. It is bad design. And then, yeah, they only lay one egg. They they just... They're cute. They evolved in an environment that with no predators and no 
nothing they needed to worry about. Man, I'm looking at some. They're pretty fucking cute. They're You're pretty right. cute. And there were only 40 of them left, like, in the 80s, 70s, 80s. Now there are, like, 160, but it's so still, like, it's oh. so few. They have very, very pretty plumage. Green. Yeah, they look like moss. Yeah, I, I take, they blend in. I take it back. Kicker pose, pretty cool. Yeah, watch them. Sometimes to relax, I just like to watch some videos of cake pose. Who takes those? Cake pose researchers. Yeah, so there are cake pose trackers who specialize in tracking cake pose with special cake pose tracking dogs. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was cool. No, that is very cool. Profession. What do you do? <laughs> I hunt this stupid parrot that can't mate, can't fly with my dog. My dogs. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> this is a bad episode. Um, hey, go back to Lake Baikal. Lake Baikal, biggest lake, best lake, best boy lake. <laughs> it has seals. It has fr- the only known freshwater seals. Completely freshwater seals live at Lake Baikal. That that puts it up there for me. <laughs> it's a great lake. I mean, it's not a great lake, but it is a great. It's lake. the greatest lake. <laughs> It's not a great lake, but it might be the greatest lake. This lake has no cool animals in it. Lake Superior? Yeah. Like otters, maybe. It's got porpoises. It's true. <laughs> porpoises live in Lake Superior. It's kind of fucked up that nobody talks about that. No, that's true, though. Lake Superior doesn't have... I mean, it has, like, a lot of fish. Like, probably people who are studying Lake Superior would be furious. Yeah, they'd be livid. I mean, sturgeons are cool. There are sturgeons in Lake Baikal, though. Damn. <laughs> we got Baikal sturgeons. So... Are there any herps in Lake Baikal? Oh, I have some... There's a lot of worms. There's like a decent amount of worms. Love there's, some worms. There's 160 unique species of aquatic worms in Lake Baikal. Oh, yeah. But I could not find much about uh, herps. I don't know. I feel like there's a... There might be a, like a rare salamander or something. I'll look it up. Keep, keep okay. going. So the seals... There's only like 80 to 100,000 of them, but that's fine because that's actually like the carrying capacity of the lake, so... It's good that there aren't more seals. This isn't one of those cases where there should be more seals. Uh, they, they're pretty small, too. Like, the, the big adults are, like, four foot seven. I mean, they're, like, That's 200 pounds-ish, but, like, they're they're all they're compact. They're, yeah, small. Huh. Uh, they're also solitary, which I, I thought seals were herd animals, but these ones like to live, like, apart from each other. And so, like, in the winter, they'll have, like, these little holes that they swim in and out of. Oh, uh, they cold. I have it somewhere. Like, oh, like, through the ice? Yeah, yeah. I think there is a salamander or two, but I can't find them. We can do a salamander episode, dude. We just said that we're not going to do animalists. We're like... <laughs> Are salamanders animals? Is everything that's not a plant an animal? No, but almost everything that you see that moves around is an animal. Fish are animals. That fucks me up every time. Really? <laughs> yeah. Animals live on land. Fish live in the ocean. That's Herbs so do weird. both, which is like fucked up. You know what's really weird, though? What? I think f- genetically, fungi are closer to animals than they are to plants. Yeah, fungi are just very, very interesting. Because, yeah, because they, they use oxygen and produce CO2. That's wild. That's a fungi fact. <laughs> <laughs> We're so off topic all the time. Back to the sea. <laughs> Uh, they have been migrating south a little bit because they, they think it's due to hunting. Uh, their only known predator are brown bears, but they don't think this happens often. But the pups can sometimes be eaten by red foxes, sables, which is a type of marten. It's like a tree-dwelling weasel. weasel. Yeah. And then white-tailed eagles. But they hide in the den a lot, so it doesn't happen. 
Damn. They are slightly polygamous and slightly territorial, just like Mitt Romney. <laughs> what? Posted. He's territorial? He's slightly polygamous. Is he polygamous? He's Mormon. Yeah, but he has one wife. But he could. Who's the context? <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the context. What are you, a Mitt Romney defender? It's a funny joke. I'm not getting on Mitt Romney's bad side, dude. What's he going to do? Gently tell you that he doesn't agree with you? Strap me to the roof of his car. <laughs> Why would you say that? You know, the, the Mitt Romney scandal? No, I don't know the Mitt Romney scandal. Was like, I don't even know if this is true, but the scandal was that he like went on a road trip and like strapped his dog's carrier to the roof of the car, like out like outside of the car. <laughs> was the dog in it? I, I think so. Oh, but I shit. think it like wasn't as bad as... I just love that like that was a scandal 10 years ago. And, like, now we've got... Like, yeah, I guess the stakes are a lot higher now. Yeah. He definitely called Putin... Oh, Putin actually comes up later in here, so if you oh, want to get her on his bad side, too, I guess we don't have to oh. do the episode. <laughs> okay, the line in Wikipedia said they are slightly polygamous and slightly territorial. That's funny. So what person can I compare that to? It has to be a Mormon. And who's the most well-known Mormon? The joke doesn't work if it's not Mitt Romney. Uh, I feel like we could think of a better... Okay, who would you say? They're slightly polygamous and slightly territorial, just like... Um, slightly... How is Mitt Romney territorial, though? I feel like you need to address that one. He's very, he's very into Utah. Yeah, but he was the governor of Massachusetts, also. Oh, sh- I completely forgot about Which that. Which is wild. That's a wild fact. He ran Mitt a Romney, school there. Mitt Romney pioneered the Affordable Care Act program at the state level in Massachusetts. What the Like, that was fuck? his policy. What the fuck? Yeah, it's wild. I'm a, I'm, I don't know if I'm a Mitt Romney supporter, but I think he's an interesting dude. He's, he's done, he's done some he's good things. Some, he's definitely interesting. Slightly polygamous. Slightly territorial. Slightly territorial. I'm kind of draw a blank on Nick this one. Cannon, who's multiple kids, but they're pro- NBA young boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. I feel like it would, it would apply to some. Musician who's territorial yeah. about like their city. Did you know that the NBA stands for Never Broke Again? I yeah. thought he was like affiliated with. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought he was like sponsored by or like partnered with the NBA. That is the best. <laughs> that's the classic Abe moment. I love that. What does that mean? It's just one of those things. It's, that, it's not obvious that that it stands for Never Broke Again. No, it is weird because I feel like he's cashing in on people liking the national basketball. Yeah, team, exactly. Right? It's like a weird... When you think NBA, that's what you think. Do you think he did that on purpose? Maybe? I don't know. He has, like, kids with Mike Tyson's daughter. It's insane. Really? That's weird. No, not Mike Tyson. Uh, the other boxing guy. Uh, the one who can't read. Uh, Jake Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Paul has a daughter? Uh, no, Floyd Mayweather. Oh, Mayweather. Yeah. Money Mayweather. M- Money Man. That is weird. Yeah. Feel, I feel like being the, having a boxer as your father-in-law, not fa- not even father-in-law, would be weird. They also have different hunting strategies depending on the time. During the day, they'll use their vision to hunt for fish, but at night, they'll use their sense of touch to hunt for crustaceans. Oh, like on the, the yeah, floor of like the lake. Yeah, feel out for them with uh-huh. their flippers. And they're just hunt, they're just going twenty four seven. They're just on that grind. I don't. I don't actually know. It just says that they hunt differently at different times. I don't know if that means they're doing it twenty four seven. If they're like that, if they're if built like, like that, certain times a year. Yeah, but their main source of food is the golomyanka or the Baikal oil fish, and uh, this is a funky fish. Let me real talk. Look at this fish. 
with his funky ass fish. That's weird looking fish. It's got no scales. It's got skin. It's translucent and it's it's bony as fuck. It's got ridges. Yeah, it's really bony and like it's weirdly shaped. It's very it's angular. A, yeah. It's a it's a deep water fish, but in a freshwater lake. You know what it looks like? What does it look like? It looks like you know in Star Wars the um you got like the transport carriers for the clone army. But then you got the ones that, like, instead of having the part where all the soldiers stand in, they pick up one of those six-legged walkers, and they're, like, oh. missing that body, so it's just, like, the, like, cab, and then there's, like, the thing. Kinda? Yeah, yeah. That was a strange comparison to make. I'm sure it'll make sense to a lot of people, though. Um, but yeah, these are some funky fish. They don't have a swim bladder, which is apparently a little bladder inside a fish that they can fill and defill to go up and down without having to swim. Uh. And there's so there's two species. There's the big bicolor oil fish and the little bicolor oil fish. All right. And over a third of the big bicolor oil fish's body weight is oil. What kind of oil? Like fish oil? Yeah, yeah like like oil, like fat oil. What's it doing with it? I don't know. It's just like store. Oh, it's probably like an energy storage. I, there's no. I can't think of a reason where a third of your body would be slimy oil. Well, I mean, almost three quarters of our body is water. Yeah. Water's not oil. It's yeah. Not, not water and oil don't mix. Exactly. But say. this fish lives in water. <laughs> and it can live anywhere from the mile depth, but sometimes they come up to just like 30 feet down to eat. I wonder if they store, like instead of storing fat, mm-hmm. they like store it as oil. And they How do you burn. store oil? It's a liquid. You just got, get it in like pouches in your body or something? <laughs> uh, we're just speculating. These I are some know. nasty fish. These fish are. Nasty. <laughs> Here's the uh, the transport that I was talking about. Oh, it does kind of look like that fish. Hell yeah. Um, you should get that Lego set. Fun fact about fish oil, though. You know, people take fish oil supplements for like for like They joints. say omega or something, but I don't know what that means. Yeah, I think people take it for, if they have like joint pain, they think, I don't mm. know. There are a lot of different reasons that people take it. Fun fact, though, there is no conclusive research that says that fish oil does anything. God damn. And because it's... It's sold as a supplement. It doesn't have to, like, meet those standards. It's not regulated by the FDA because like, it's not a food and it's not a drug. Like vitamins and yeah. stuff? Yeah. So, no, I'm not saying that there are not benefits to fish oil because there might be. But, it's like, just, you're just guessing? It's just that it's not, like, conclusively proven. And it's also messed up because, like, a huge percentage of the fish that we harvest are edible fish, but they're not eaten. They're just converted <laughs> to fish oil. That's nasty. That's so, you, you could feed so many people... Oh, I always assumed that, like, it was a byproduct of, like, feeding people. Like, you give people the meat and then you keep the oil, but it's not like that? I think what they do is, it's like a, they're, like, pretty small fish. Mm-hmm. It's different types of fish that they use, but I think they just smash them. They, they, like, do something where it's they just... punch his hand into his fist. I don't know what the... Pro- I don't know if they, like, cook them down, but they there's some process that just, like, reduces the whole fish's body into oil, I think. Oh, that's nasty. I don't like the taste of fish oil. I don't. I don't remember like tasted it. No, no, like when I, I don't like. I don't like seafood other than sushi. Oh, like you fish like taste. Fish taste. Huh? None. <laughs> only, but only sushi, which is strange because that's like predominantly fish. Well, it's like the fishiest fish too. Not the fishy. <laughs> it's, it's not, not the it, fishy. It's, it's not cooked. <laughs> so maybe I don't like cooked fish. I don't know. Which is where you get the oil. Have you tried a lot of fish? I've tried like salmon. And you know like salmon. I'm alright with salmon. That's probably. good. There's like almost no sustainable way to eat salmon. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Thanks. That's not fun. <laughs> That's not a fun thing to hear. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'd have to try it. I've never tried like swordfish or anything. Me either. Do people eat swordfish? 
I think so. It's like uh, the old man in the sea. Old man in the sea. Who's going to eat that swordfish? Did he die at the end? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because he was just hanging out of the line for so long to kill him. I'm sure there's a moral there somewhere. But anyway, <laughs> these oilfish <laughs> eat zooplankton. And uh, people don't really eat them because there's not a lot of nutritional value. It's just like a lot of just oil a lot of fish. Oil. Yeah. Hmm. Which, so they, there's a thing called an omel, which is a type of whitefish, and that's what people eat there. Uh, some of the crustaceans at this lake have gigantism. They're bigger than, like, the crustaceans you find in the Arctic, Antarctic, and I think it's because this, this lake is very oxygen-rich. It's, like, 70 to 80% oxygen. Oh. So they're, like, bigger than they yeah. are in other places. That's really cool. This, it's a cool lake. This ecosystem sounds sick. There's 18 species of sponges, and some of them, they can reach over three feet tall, these sponges. I didn't call them sea sponges, because they're not... Sponges are an enigma to me. I don't know what they're all about. Do you know... Which came first, the discovery of the sponge or the thing we used to wash dishes? I I think that they used the, the animal or the whatever it is. That's fucked up. Like, because you can buy it. I have one that I got in Greece when I was a kid. It's just like a dried out sponge. Like the one that was alive? Yeah. Holy shit. And it's, you know, it like feels kind of like, like it's, sponge. it's spongy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can make a sponge sponge cake. It probably tastes nasty, but like a like, sponge based, the animal Sponge cake. That seems wrong. But you could putting, say it's a sponge sponge cake. Putting meat in cake seems wrong. Is it meat? Is it? It's an animal. Whoa, right? what the fuck? How is that an animal? Is, is it an animal? You tell me. You're the... Um, no, I... You tell me. I have a bad perception of what an animal is. Oh, fuck. You can buy them at Publix. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Publix. Sponge. Yeah, it's an animal. What the fuck? Probably similar to coral. What the? Coral's an animal? Well, coral's a, a symbiotic relationship between an animal and algae. algae, I think. That's fucked up. It's so a plant, though. We could do an episode that is all about <laughs> animals that don't seem like they're animals. That is a good idea. Uh, I'm almost I'm almost done here. Uh, so, okay. So, a couple, uh, a decade ago, or about... There was two submarines that went to the bottom of Lake Baikal. Do you want to guess who was on one of them? I'm going to be upset if you say who I think you're about to say. <laughs> well, it's you guessed that it. it's, it's Russian President Vladimir oh, Putin. Okay, not, not James Cameron. Not James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> James Cameron has been to the bottom of the Mariana Trench, but President Vladimir Putin was on one of these subs that went a mile deep in um, Lake Baikal. And he used that, so there was this paper mill on the side of it, and scientists were like, you guys are dumping, like, massive waste into this, like, precious resource. Mm-hmm. You have to stop that. And Vladimir Putin was like, nah, I've been to the bottom. It looks good. You can barely see any pollution. We're keeping the plant open. Damn. The audacity of that. It's insane that he got yeah. to do it, because it was like, all these scientists, and then just him. Was that the reason for his trip? I don't know. But just to, like, be like, yeah, I checked it out. It's fine down here. Guys, don't even... Don't even worry about it. It has an ice road where, where, like, the ice gets thick enough in the winter that you can drive on it to one of the islands. That's pretty cool. And you can camp on it in yurts. So I think that's what I have on Lake Baikal. The great Could it be the greatest lake? I'm going to say it might be. I think it's fucked up that they're called the Great Lakes. Why? It's it's like a very subjective thing to say. 
But at least it's at least they're not the greatest lakes. No, they're not, that no, would be that, messed up. That would be like a hell of a statement to make. But they're still like like they're big lakes. They're certainly big. Great is a great can be used to describe size, right? Oh, like a great white shark? They mean like a big a big white shark? Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's not. Is true. great white shark an animal? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and whales are not fish. No, but they are also animals. They are also mammals. Or wait, but they don't sorry. have hair. I think so. <laughs> Actually, are ba- is baleen hair? Baleen is teeth, even if it was hair. Yeah, it's probably like a like a keratin yeah. compound or something. Well, hair is keratin too. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably something else. It's probably baleen. It's its own thing. But there um, are mammals, right? There are mammals. They breathe air. They give live birth to their young. They, I think they nurse their young. Okay. That might not be true, but I think it is. And do they have... Do they do the milk thing like platypuses, or do they have, like... (laughs) Sweat it into the water? Yeah. I don't know. I think it might depend on the whale. Okay. In general, everything that moves is an animal that you can see. I guess that... It makes sense, but, like... I don't know. It's, it's like, insects are animals? Yes. Fucked up. Really? That's so... What did you... You just thought insects... I mean, that's fair. Insects Insects. are very alien. Yeah. A lot of... Yeah. Spiders are animals? Yes. Okay. Um, some things that don't move are also animals. Like sponges and coral. Like sponges and coral, yeah. But that's for another day. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Who? <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. Eel? Eel's funky. Oh, where did you have that? Uh, sushi place in Ann Arbor. Oh, sweet. Is eel a fish? Yes. Well... And Don't quote me on that. It is an animal. I don't know if it's a fish. Do they have gills? I think they must. They don't surface for air. Unless they just absorb oxygen through their skin. Some animals do that. Frogs do that. Yeah, I mean, they also breathe air, but... I've never eaten a frog. I've eaten frog. How's that? It It's really, like, rubbery. Oh. And it's, you know, there's not a lot of meat. There's, that there's a lot of little bones in there. But it does taste like chicken. It tastes exactly yeah. like chicken, but the texture's different. I would not have expected that. I don't know. I mean, bugs. Bugs. Which should be more normal. It's weird that it's not Normalize normal. eating bugs. Normalize eating bugs. <laughs> Pro bug podcast. No, for real. They're like a great protein source and they require a lot less resources to produce than... How do you produce them? Like farm, like crickets, farm crickets. How do you farm crickets? I don't know, but you know, people do it for pet food. Oh. Oh. I know somebody who buys them because they have frogs. You know a guy? You I get, you get some crickets from? I know a person. Score, score me some crickets for <laughs> No. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I don't, they don't make pr- crickets. They buy crickets. <laughs> I can ask them where they buy crickets. <laughs> do you, why do you need crickets for? Don't, don't ask. Protein? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. How many on the proats? I don't know. Proats. It's the weirdest thing you've drank. Oh. I haven't drank a lot of things. Not as much as I'd like to. I'm a big water guy. Fuck water. Really? Sick of water. Aren't you sick of water? No. It's been 22 years no. with this water. I like water. I slurp it up every day. Slurp slurp? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I drink that uh, mate tea. What is that? It's tea that's made from... This might be misinformation, but it's close to correct information. <laughs> it's made from... Which is good enough. <laughs> it's made from the same plant that... Co- coca. It's made from coca leaves, which is the plant that is they used make to make cocaine, cocaine out of. 
Yeah. So, funny story. <laughs> um, my mom and I did a, a vacation in Peru after mm-hmm. I studied abroad. I have a shirt from there. It's very yeah. nice. Yeah, your shirt. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that you wear it occasionally. Yeah. It's a good shirt. Like you don't have to if you don't like it. No, but... it's it's very soft. I like the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Ed. for <laughs> for altitude sickness, coca leaves are good for you for, oh, really? for altitude sickness. Yeah, like when I did Cotopaxi, we were chugging mate tea before and during. Why not just do lines at that point? Because mm, I guess that's a <laughs> reasonable question. Um, <laughs> but we bought these. My mom bought these like coca candies mm-hmm. and we were like eating them occasionally for altitude sickness because the you know elevation's really mm-hmm. high there but she brought them back to the u.s and just they were just like sitting around like you know because they're not like super tasty or anything yeah and i can't remember how she did this is this story sucks i can't remember how she <laughs> discovered this but like basically it's like illegal to bring them into the u.s because they're like made oh. from cocaine yeah they like i was, sm- I was sm- wondering how that got through yeah we smuggled these candies in because i tried to bring honey from maine to the up and they made me throw it out a jar. It's because it's a liquid. No, is honey a liquid? <laughs> this is the dumbest. <laughs> the fuck it is. It's a thick liquid. It's not a liquid. It's a solid. I hold a honey jar upside down. It doesn't move. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, but I think that it's reasonable to assume that the TSA thought it was a liquid. No, it's not. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> no, this. I do not fucking condone what the TSA does. It was sealed. It was a seal. And I tried to give it to the TSA guy when he said I couldn't take it with me. I was like, this is good honey. I paid like $20 for this. It was like from the bees. Like straight, straight bees. <laughs> he sold it to you? <laughs> no, but, well, unless the dude was a suit made of bees. But no, it was, it was good honey. I was like, do you want this? Because this is like good honey. And the guy was like, no, throw it away. They like can't, they can't accept. What do you mean they can't? There's probably like a policy. I don't give a shit. Stuff. Yeah, that is messed up. When the law is unjust, it is not only... It's MLK, bro. Oh, shit. Sorry. Wrong. Wrong what? Wrong historical figure. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No, it is not only your right to disobey that law, it is your civic duty. The dude should have taken the honey. Or let me take the honey. Well, I think you should have smuggled it through, is the real... I was, I was late to the flight. Yeah. That, that part was on me. Uh, that that's not I'm mean, not in contention. Be better prepared next time. I will be. Main TSA, people, get fucking ready. <laughs> no, we should do an episode about the things that people smuggle onto airplanes and how yes. they do it. We're coming up with episode ideas today. It's a good day. Do you want to take a fudge break? <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> We're gonna go eat some fudge. Fudge tie.